everyone. Welcome back. We are starting a new series. Uh, we just finished our series on um, what is your identity in, and I believe you finished it with talking more about having our identity in Christ. And um, I believe this is kind of maybe um, builds on that. So please make sure that you have listened to what is our identity in before you start listening to this podcast, because it, it will make definitely uh, more sense. So I would have really loved to jump into uh, what happens when we have our identity in Christ? What does that really mean for us, for our earthly lives here now? Not after we die, but what does that mean for us now? And I talked about that there's rights, authorities, and power that come with that. But it's not like, you know, like a Superman, we all of a sudden put this new suit and we have all these powers and things we can do. It doesn't work that way. Um, it definitely is a process and there's things that we need to be aware of and know and learn and Gradually, God's changing us to become the person uh, that we can receive those privileges that God has in store for us. But I want what I want to talk about to you guys about today is I think it's something that people might wonder and question, and like the message of salvation, maybe just it just may be too good to be true. So I believe these are the questions that somebody may ask, and someone might say, "Well, if if what you say is true, if you are saved." Um, by putting our faith in Christ and believe that he paid the price of of our sin and he paid the price instead of us. He was actually tortured and died instead of us. And then he was raised from the dead and taken back to heaven. If that's the case, that means all our sins have been forgiven. The sins we have committed, the sins we are now committing and the sins we will commit in the future. So if all of our sins are forgiven, then what reason do we have not to sin anymore? Like, why should we stop sinning? Because, you know, the Bible says, and we all know it, sin does have pleasure. And the Bible says it's for a season. It's not forever. So um, obviously people enjoy it to some extent. That's why they're sinning. So um, one might question that. So what, why would I stop sinning if all my sins are forgiven? Correct. So let's see what the Bible says about that. So the Bible says in 1 John 3, 9, no one who is born of God will continue to sin. Because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. So basically it's saying somebody who has been transformed, somebody who is, you know how we talked about being saved when your spirit is transformed. It's a new creation. God puts his Holy Spirit in your heart. So your spirit is a new spirit, a brand new spirit. Um, so it's saying when that happens, that person cannot go on sinning and just kind of living the same life that they lived before. So um, this is what happens. It has an effect on your on your soul. And the effect is that you may not be enjoying enjoy doing the same thing that you were doing before or saying the same thing you were saying before or watching. Or you may actually become interested in learning more about the spiritual things of life and God and have like these deep conversations with other believers and start searching, um, start like looking in scripture or talking to people or, you know, whatever, whatever your vehicle is of finding more information you will feel that tug in your heart because something happened in your spirit, right? Um, is it possible that you ignore it? Yeah, it is. Because, you know, God never forces us to do anything. He always, he's given us a will to willingly know him and follow him and trust him. So look what this verse says. It says, 1 Corinthians 10.23 says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. There's different, you know, translations of that. I believe this is the NIV version. So basically it's saying, I have the right, like I'm free to do whatever I want, 
but is everything beneficial? So God, once we become saved, doesn't stop us. He doesn't turn turns us into robots where now we are completely will do everything he says and follow his path and never make a mistake and never sin. It doesn't say that. It says you still have a free will even after that. Even after you're saved, you have a choice to make the right decisions or wrong decisions. So um, I think that's something that we need to address and talk about. So what happens then? So if we're saved and we're still sinning, what happens then? And uh, does that mean we will never be judged? And does that mean there is no consequences for our sin? Like it has to, at some point it has to make sense, right? It doesn't mean you, you get a free ticket. Here, go do whatever you want. Your sins are forgiven. Jesus paid a price. Go live it up. And when you die, you go to heaven. It doesn't really work that way. So I just read you scripture that if you truly are saved, something is happening. Something is tugging at your heart. Something, the same thing you did before that were wrong. Now it's kind of bothering you or you don't enjoy the same wrong things you did before. But it's possible you kind of ignore them, right? That That is a possibility. So I think I'm going to end here. And in the next, and um, continuing this message, we will talk about um, whether we will be judged or not and what are the consequences when we sin. So until then, God be with you and God bless you.